Welcome to the Path to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Wes Barefoot, where it's my mission to help aspiring entrepreneurs and existing business owners take control of their lives and create freedom for themselves through business ownership. Each episode, I'll be exploring the strategies and tactics of other successful entrepreneurs that have created freedom in their own lives while sharing what I'm learning along my own path to freedom. I'm glad you're here. Let's drop in. If you're listening to this podcast, then there's a good chance that you're looking to create more freedom in your own life. There's also a good chance that you realize that owning your own business can be a great way to take more control of your livelihood and create more of that freedom that we're all looking for. Also, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you realize that I specialize in franchise ownership. In addition to owning franchise businesses myself, I have a franchise consulting firm, Path to Freedom, where I help people navigate what is typically an overwhelming process of understanding franchising, identifying specific franchise companies that could be a fit, and then conducting the due diligence in a thorough and efficient manner with those franchise brands. My whole purpose here is to leverage my experience working for franchisors, owning franchises myself, and how we've been able to use that to create more freedom in our lives and help you determine if that could be a path that makes sense for you as well. So if any of this sounds interesting, if you've considered business ownership in the past, whether you've explored franchising specifically or not, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to learn more about you and what it is that you're working towards in your life and determine if I may be in a position to help. A great starting point is the link below in the show notes, which will take you to a short form to fill out, and you'll receive a free copy of an ebook that I've put together, The Seven Steps to Freedom Through Franchise Ownership. That'll also get us connected, and I'd love to set up an introductory call where I can explain a little bit more about the process that I use to help people determine if franchise ownership could be a great way to start charting their own path to freedom. So click the link below in the show notes, receive the ebook, and let's get connected. I'd love to hear from you. So I wanted to quickly share one of the best analogies I've ever heard to sum up why some people are successful in a franchise and others are not successful in that exact same franchise and and you hear a lot of examples of this uh just like with anything in life any growing franchise organization is going to have a bell curve in terms of franchisee performance there will always be top performing franchisees there's always going to be underperforming franchisees you're going to have everything in between so why is that well you know sometimes people would think that maybe it has to do with the market that a franchisee is in um, you know, uh, it could be a variety of external factors and certainly, you know, that could be the case, but in my experience, far more often it comes down to franchisee operational execution. And a lot of that really just depends on, you know, the amount of time, energy, and effort that the franchise owners putting in, but also are they putting that time, energy, and effort into the right aspects of the business? And so, A great friend and mentor of mine, uh, Dave Pasgan, who's been a guest on the podcast several times, um, used to use this analogy. He was the the CEO 
and the founder of the very first franchise brand that I worked for. And when we would have candidates come into Discovery Day, uh, which was kind of the final you know step in the due diligence process, they came into our our headquarters, and you know we had a chance to meet them face to face. They had a chance to to do the same with us, really just to decide, hey, is this a good fit? Do we want to partner together? And and Dave would give this analogy to really uh, sum up the key to being successful as a franchise owner. And he called it the bicycle analogy. And so, you know, I've shared this numerous times with people that I've worked with and coached through the franchise buying process and thought it would be a good thing to share here. So the bicycle analogy, as it pertains to being successful as a franchise owner goes like this. And there's a couple of facets to this. So the first is, you know, simply that, you know, when you look at shopping for a bicycle, there's a lot of different types of bikes, right? Like if you walked into a bicycle shop and said, Hey, I'm here to buy a bike. Well, the, if the representative at the bike store was good and doing their job, right, they would probably have some questions for you. They would probably, you know, want to know things like, okay, well, great. Like, you know, what's your experience with biking? Like, what are you actually looking to do with your bike? You know, are you more of a mountain biker, right? In which case, you know, we have a great selection of mountain bikes or, you know, do you live at the beach? Are you more looking to just, you know, take your bike out on leisurely, you know, rides and cruise around in which case, you know, we've got some great beach cruisers over here. You know, are you into to road biking, right? Are you looking to do this for some form of exercise? Are you into racing? Um, you know, are you into doing crazy BMX tricks on a bike? I don't know. But the point is there's a lot of different types of bikes depending on what it is you're looking to use the bike for. So that's the first part of this analogy, which is the exact same thing applies to a franchise. And this is where I start with the people that I work with, you know, as we're starting to discuss the possibility of franchise ownership for them. It's very important for me to understand why do you want to own a business in the first place? What are you looking to get out of it? You know, I try to lay it out to people that a business is a vehicle, right? So first of all, you need to have a clear vision of where it is you're looking to go. And then you need to make sure you get in the right type of vehicle or for the sake of this analogy, get on the right type of bicycle to help you reach your destination. All right. So that's the, the first comparison, right? But I think the bigger and more important comparison here is that, you know, as you're evaluating different bicycle. So assume you've you've decided on the type of bike for you that's going to to meet your needs. Well now you're probably going to have multiple options of that same type of bike. So now it becomes, you know, decisions around quality, the types of materials used, price is is likely going to play a role in it as well. Um, you know, is this a bike that's built to last? Is it durable? Do I feel confident that, you know, this bike is going to still serve me well three years, five years, 10 years from now, if I take good care of it? Um, so you're assessing those types of things. All of that 100% applies to evaluating franchise opportunities. Also, you've got to, you know, really understand how the business model is built. You know, is this a business that 
I feel confident is sustainable or is this something that's more of a fad or a trend that, you know, may be irrelevant a couple of years from now? You know, who's the leadership team behind this brand? What's their experience? You know, what type of support is the franchisor providing to their franchisees? Um, Obviously, there's a cost associated with getting into a franchise. There's the upfront cost, right? Some of that goes to the franchise or some of, uh, but but usually the the bigger portion of the initial investment to get into a franchise is just going towards whatever the startup costs for the business are. But you need to understand these things. You need to understand where the franchise or is, is adding value and supporting you through that startup process. But then there's going to be an ongoing fee structure as well. You need to really understand what the value exchange there is. So what is it going to cost me, you know, on an ongoing basis to be a franchisee? And then what am I getting in exchange for that? What's the value that the franchisor is going to continuously add to me as a franchisee? And does that justify the expense that I will incur to be a franchisee? And, you know, probably a topic for another episode, but there's, tons of different ways that franchisors can add value to their franchisees. And some of that will depend on the type of business that they're in, types of franchises that I've owned that are more service-based, um, you know, savings on cost of goods, savings on material, you know, franchisor leveraging the buying power of the entire system of franchisees to reduce our cost is, you know, probably the best way that the franchisor can add value to us. And if they're able to share enough savings across the system, uh, in many cases, that can more than offset what we pay in royalties and ongoing fees. So just kind of an example of that value exchange um, that I'm alluding to. So all of these assessments need to be done. Just like if you were you know, going to invest a lot of money in a nice bicycle, you want to make sure that it's good quality, it's going to last. And, you know, we've already talked about the fact that, you know, make sure it's the right type of bike for what you want to use it for. Okay. All of that applies to a franchise, but the point I really want to drive home, and this is where, you know, really being successful in a franchise comes into play. And this is the, the analogy that uh, my, my good friend, Dave Pazgan really wanted people to understand is like, assume you've picked the perfect bike, for you and your needs assume it's the best quality bike on the market right it's built with world-class materials it's got all the bells and whistles it's a bike that's designed to go really fast and really far right and it's got great reviews you know say that you know you can go online you can research reviews that other people who have purchased the same bike uh they've all had a great experience with it well, that does not guarantee that you are also going to have a great experience or the same experience that these other people have had, right? Because you can buy that bike, you can throw it in your garage and you can do nothing with it. And what is it going to do? It's going to sit there. It's going to collect dust, right? And then if, you know, a month later, six months later, a year later, uh, the company you bought the bike from followed up and said, hey, we'd love for you to leave us a review, you're probably not going to have much to say, if anything, but you're certainly not going to have anything good to say about it. Like you've had a, you really haven't had an experience at all, but let's say you use the bike a couple of times, right. And you get on and you just kind of, 
you know, lackadaisically pedal around, but you don't really put any time or energy into it. Uh, again, if the company comes back and says, hey, would you would you leave us a review? Probably a pretty mediocre experience that you've had, right? But if you get on that bike, you work at it day after day after day after day, and you put in the time and you put in the effort and you put in the energy, you know, you are very, very likely because of all this work you've done up front to make sure you got the right type of bike and it's the best bike in that category of bikes. And now you are putting in the time, energy, and effort on that bike. You're going to get every ounce of what you wanted out of it. Right. And you're very likely to have had a phenomenal experience with that bike. You'd leave a raving review and it would be a great return on the investment of your time and money because you're getting exactly what you wanted to get out of that bike, right? So that, my friends, is what I want you to take away from this. When you buy into a franchise, even if you know, you've know you done all the legwork correctly up to that point, selected the right type of franchise, best franchise for you in that category of franchises, great validation, right track record of other successful franchisees with that same brand that does not guarantee that you are going to be successful it sure as hell doesn't mean that a profitable business is going to materialize in front of you without you putting in the time energy and effort over and over and over and over again okay so just like with a bike in your business if you don't get on it and pedal it every single day it's not going to go anywhere and you're not going to have anything beyond a mediocre experience. But if you get on the right type of bike for you, that's built really, really well and has all the bells and whistles and you pedal your ass off, the chances are you're going to go really far. You're going to go really fast and you're probably going to win the race. So hope that helps to kind of frame, you know, why a, franchisee in the same brand as someone else may not be as successful nine times out of ten in my experience it comes down to energy and effort put in by the franchisee so don't be that person that half-ass pedals the bike go drop in That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you'll know when a new episode is released. You can also check me out on my website at www.path2frdm.com. And if you want more information about franchising or just want to say hello, feel free to contact me at Wes at Path2FRDM.com. Thanks again. Now go drop in.